Good evening and welcome to The Coach's Show with Concordia University St. Paul head football coach Shannon Curry. A weekly inside look at Golden Bears football along with high school football score updates from around the metro area. Now let's join your host for The Coach's Show, Wally Langfellow. And welcome to The Coach's Show with Concordia St. Paul head football coach Shannon Courier. Hello again, everybody. I'm Wally Langfellow with Coach Courier. Coach, uh, you guys now 2-2 two and two in the South Division, 3-4 and four overall in the NSIC after your 17-7 win uh, last week at Mary. A very cold, windy, brisk day, as you predicted, going up to uh, Bismarck. Uh, tell us about uh, everything leading up to the game. As you, I know you had a travel on Friday, correct? Yes, sir. I mean, it was a great week of practice. We started off with a great meeting i felt on monday after the northern state game you know with our leadership council our, our team and there was just a lot of uh, intensity last week in practice you know the players wanted that a little bit more competition so we had some more competitive one-on-ones versus one segments in practice last week uh, which led to more intensity and then a lot of encouragement uh, the players i felt really responded well especially the leaders and uh you know it's really a long trip to up to mary to bismarck we stopped uh, at concordia college on friday to get a, an hour practice after you know half the trip um, in the morning, and then we proceeded in the Bismarck. Got there about four thirty. Checked out their field. You know, just to allow the players to get a psychological advantage of checking out the the venue that they'll be playing in, so they can do a better, more specific job of visualization. And then into our our uh, team meal and, and meetings. And then you know, Saturday was very was very windy. It was was a, a, a difficult day. Um, you know, throwing a football with going against both sides because with the win, you know, the ball sailed a little bit more. And but you know, we found a way to win, and it was their homecoming. They had a lot of people there for their uh, for their game and their Hall of Fame induction, and they were honoring a couple you know former players as well. So uh, big day of festivities for them, and, and we were fortunate to come out with a win. And you talked about the wind and how brisk it was, which tells me that uh, you probably were thinking more about running the football, and you were able to do that. He had over 200 yards rushing as a team. We did. We have been running the football very well. We didn't run it as successfully as we had been or wanted to, of course. Uh, we had some nice drives um, you know, in the game, and a couple led to throwers, which we're trying to do anything possible to eliminate. But probably the most impressive drive of the day was in the second half. We were, we were going against the win. We had the ball at the one. Uh, they had punted the ball, rolled to the one-yard line, and, and we got in our you know, we call it right and left, our unbalanced formation with three running backs and one receiver. And we uh, proceed with, with our quarterback running the ball and running quarterback sneaks. Um, we proceeded to run down the field, mixing some play-action pass game off of that. And that led to a, a third and four, which somebody made a great play. We we uh, would love to got a touchdown on that drive, but we ended up with a field goal. But a lot of times when you're backed up, um, you, you want to at least get a first down to, to get a punt, to get a punt off. Um, you know, you don't, that's not, you, know, you want to have higher expectations than that, but a lot of times that's what your initial thinking is. We have to get our first first down so we can have some space to punt, but fortunately we're able to you know, transition that into a very good drive and um, get, get points on the board. Well, and, and in a contest like this, obviously with a 17-7 to score, uh, defense becomes at a, at a premium, and you've you got to make a defensive play, and you got three sacks out of Chris Garrett, and then you got the big play of the game, the 77-yard pick six uh, by Des Bassett, which he ends up being player of the week, defensive player of the week in the NSIC. So um, tell me about the play. We're going to talk to Des here in a few minutes, but uh, tell me a little bit about that play and, and what you saw as the, as the play transpired. You know, first off, just the, the practice week for the defense was phenomenal. They had a great week of practice, a lot of intensity. 
you know, they, they had uh, outperformed the offense in practice in, in competitive situations. So it was great to see that sort of production practice be translated to the, the football game. Uh, guys like Chris Garrett had a phenomenal week of practice as well with a lot of intensity, and he demonstrated phenomenal leadership uh, last week, and then that proceeded to him having a big game too. Uh, the, the particular play that um, you know turned the tide, if you will, was Des Bassett's interception. It was a big play, and you know we, you know, in, in our conversation, my conversation with him through time, you know, he's been close to a couple of interceptions, and he's always told me, Coach, the hardest part is is getting the hands on the ball. That the easiest part is scoring. Um, because you know he has that yeah. offensive background, so it was great to see him get the big play, and we had pressure on the on the quarterback. You know, and he'll give a lot of credit to Chris and others that were um, escorting him into the end zone. But just a great play, and and some of the things that really stood out to me was even a guy we have a defensive end that played seven plays. Uh, Cole Marmore is on the sidelines, and seeing his engagement and his enthusiasm and his relentless you know energy on the sidelines was just as nice because, you know, when, when all the players are engaged and they're all feeling part of that, you know, that's a special feeling. And, and uh, so, you know, we've kind of recognized some of those guys too that maybe didn't actually get the ball in the end zone, but we're, we're also supporting and creating that energy that's needed to win football games. And it was a 0-0 game in the third quarter when that play happened. So at halftime, what were you thinking? Say, my goodness, we got to put some points on the board here. I'm sure that's part of the thinking, but what was the message to the team and what was some of the strategies that you brought out into the second half? Well, defensively, just to, to go on the last question you had, you know, we had we have given them up only 50 yards in three quarters, so we were outstanding on defense like that, a total of 150 yards on the day, and statistically, you know, we dominated the statistics too. But the message halftime was, you know, offensively, we were feeling a pressure because we hadn't put the ball in the end zone. We were twice in, in scoring positions and had um, you know, tur- turnovers. Like in, it, about two to three turnovers came in the first half. You know, so that you know created some pressure, and you know we expected to be a lot more successful than we were. You know, so it was a little bit of frustration, certainly. And we just talked about things that we had been doing well and what we need to start the second half with, and uh, you know just try to calm guys down. And obviously, defensively, there's nothing to say other than continue to do your job. You're saving a team right now, and in the offense just challenge them to pick it up and. We have to put some plays together, and somebody's got to make some big plays. And essentially, uh, it was a defensive play that you know, turned the tide. It was a huge play. You did get a, a big offensive play late in the game. Uh, quarterback Don McKenzie uh, run, runs for 26 yards on a fourth and two play, uh, puts the game away for you. But it was pretty much in doubt up to that point, even though you had dominated. I mean, if you turn the ball over, you, as proven by what Des did, you know, a bad play goes the other way, and all of a sudden you find yourself on the back end of that. Absolutely, and that's why, you know, as we talk to our players, every win is valuable. I mean, it's it's hard to win in the league. It's hard to win on the road. You know, we snapped a 13-game losing streak on the road. That's how hard it is to win in the, in the league. Hmm. Um, you know, we're certainly haven't arrived yet. You know, we're working our way up. Um, but there, there's no reason for us to think that any game is going to be easy just because we've been that easy game for a while here, and we're trying to change that culture. You know, last week, Upper Iowa beats Bemidji State at home. I mean, go figure. Or St. Cloud beats Sioux Falls. In this league, you always have to show up every week. And uh, that, that every win we need to celebrate and appreciate because they're hard to get. And regardless of the score, you know, win is a win. And each game has its own personality, and based on momentum plays, that dictates the type of margin there may be in a game. And and uh, we just didn't have any momentum plays until Dez's big interception return. That, that's what made him you know, and the play valuable. 
Okay, we're going to hear from Des Bassett and Jonas Schenderlein coming up next here on Minnesota Score Radio's presentation of the Coaches Show with Concordia St. Paul head coach Shannon Courier. That and more coming up. Stay with us. We'll also have a high school football scoreboard update. That's next right here on Minnesota Score Radio. If you're ready to continue your story with an online degree, Concordia University St. Paul can help you get there. We have the flexible, affordable programs you need to take your next step. We're dedicated to creating successful professionals who can succeed in the workplace so you can be sure you'll graduate with the tools for ongoing career success. Your to-be-continued starts at Concordia. Learn more about our programs today at mycspstory.com. That's mycspstory.com. Make sure you download our new CSP Bears Game Day app in the App Store or Google Play Store. The free app helps you follow our football team and any of our other teams on campus. Simply search for CSP Bears, download the app, and select your favorite Golden Bears team to get notifications tailored to your settings. The app also allows you to get live stats and easy access to watch and listen to our games live right in the app. Search CSP Bears in the App Store today. If you're ready to continue your story with an online degree, Concordia University St. Paul can help you get there. We have the flexible, affordable programs you need to take your next step. We're dedicated to creating successful professionals who can succeed in the workplace so you can be sure you'll graduate with the tools for ongoing career success. Your to-be-continued starts at Concordia. Learn more about our programs today at mycspstory.com. That's mycspstory.com. We're listening to The Coach's Show with Golden Bears head football coach, Shannon Currier. And we continue along here on The Coach's Show with Concordia St. Paul head coach, Shannon Currier. We're joined by a couple of his players, Des Bassett, who is a redshirt freshman um, defensive back. And we are also joined by Jonas Schenderlein, who is a senior kicker for the Concordia St. Paul Golden Bears. We'll start out with you, Des. Um, huge play. On Saturday, up at uh, up in Bismarck against Mary, you had the 77-yard uh, pick six. End up being Player of the Week in the conference. But uh, tell me first of all about the play, what you saw, and uh, what it, how it ended up transpiring that you ended up getting the 77-yard return. Yeah, so um, the play started off with a jet motion over to my side, and um, as the ball snapped uh, on that particular play. I had the curl flat area of our zone, and um, he happened to run a, a five yard out, and you know the quarterback got a face full of our uh, DN Chris Garrett, and um, I just happened to come away with it. Did you um, did you jump the route, or were you were you anticipating? Did you did you kind of figure that that's the direction he was going to do a five and out, or what exactly happened? What was your what was your thought process? Yeah, so um, I. I definitely looked at the route and um, noticed it was a five-yard out, and then I looked at the quarterback and I jumped it for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it, you weren't worried that it was a five. It was an out and up. That, no. that did not concern you at that point. No, not right there. Yeah, um, we'll talk about uh, your uh, what how things have gone for you this year. You come off of the injury last year. Um, your redshirt freshman, or you were you redshirted as a freshman, ended up. But mm-hmm. uh, tell me about where you are now as compared to when you came to Concordia. Uh, I feel like I've grown a lot since I first got to Concordia. Um, in high school, I was playing offense and defense, and um, I wasn't playing safety. I was playing corner, so I definitely had to do some growing once I got to college football and changing positions and just the transition into college football. And so I feel like at this point in the season, is finally starting to come around for me. Where did you play on offense in high school? 
I played receiver. You were a wide receiver in high school. Do you miss that? I mean, it's fun. I like the score. So, well, but. so then Saturday was good. Then getting the t- getting the seventy seven yard return. Have you ever had a pick six? Yeah, I have. In high school, I assume. Yeah, I have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, why don't we shift over? Let's talk to Jonas a little bit. Um, Jonas, uh, senior year now. Uh, you had a short field goal on Saturday. You kicked a twenty four yarder. But you also attempted a 53-yarder, is that right? 57. 57-yarder. Yeah. What in the world was Coach Courier thinking putting you out there for a 57-yard attempt? I mean, um, it was pretty decent wind that day. So I think I, I think I had the distance for sure. Yeah. Just missed it to the right a little bit. So I think the, the wind kind of pushed it a little bit too far. Like, I guess the angle wasn't completely perfect and centered, so... Yeah, I just missed it by a little bit, but I uh, definitely had the distance. So Coach Kier normally trusts me with the long kicks. Yeah, and I've heard these stories now that the um, the scouts have been in, and one day the Tampa Bay scout was here and you in practice and you booted at 70 yards. Is that right? Did, did I hear that yeah, correctly? That was quite the kick, yeah. <laughs> was the wind blowing that day? <laughs> yeah, it was a little bit of wind. Not going to lie. Um you are originally from Germany, correct? Yes. So tell us how you got to Concordia from Germany. There aren't many. I can guarantee you right now there are not many players, <laughs> not only in this school, but in, in this conference from Germany. So, like, um, I was an exchange student in after 10th grade. I finished 10th grade in Germany. Then I came over for my junior year as an exchange student. And I stayed in Tennessee for two years, my junior and senior year of high school. And I started kicking then and starting to realize, like, I can maybe make it to college, so I went to a couple of recruiting camps, and that's how I kind of got in like touch with Concordia and ended up working out perfectly. So yeah, and so you have. Um, I assume that you played soccer when you were younger. Yeah, I played soccer for like basically all my life, for like thirteen years, fifteen years of my life. So you had to give that part up. Yeah, <laughs> it was hard, but I miss it. But kicking is fun, so see where it takes me. Um, do you feel like um, do you feel like you can play at the next level? I think I certainly can. Yeah, like I think I got the leg strength. I think I got the mental piece of it. Now I just gotta put um, put some kicks up in the next four weeks, and then see how the off season goes. And hopefully, I get the chance. What? How? How do you think that works? Do you, do you, are you familiar with the process? Are you Are you looking forward to the whole thing? What What exactly? I mean, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. I like I love stuff like that. I love competition. I love to push myself. Like I'm not I'm not completely like 100% familiar with the whole process yet. I'm kind of want to just focus on the season, get my season done, and then see whatever I have to do, to, whatever it takes, like to make it to the next level of, will come eventually. So tell me about um, your choice to come to the U.S. as a foreign exchange student. How how did that all work? And what uh, and why? Basically, so my sister, she was an exchange student back in the day, 12, 12 years before me. Oh, wow. And she went to Tennessee as well, and she kind of got in touch with that family, and she stayed in touch over the years. And I kind of was – I was playing soccer back home, and I was it was all about making it professional and kind of came – like after 10th grade, I kind of came to a, to a point where I was like, okay, maybe, maybe professional soccer is just not for me. So I decided um, – to hit up my sister with her connection and come to America for only a year, and then it ended up being five now. 
eventually six. So it's yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, and so when you made the transition from soccer to being a place kicker in football, how did that happen? Was there a football coach that saw you playing soccer in high school and said, uh, uh, "You need to come and play"? Basically, what it was is like I just wanted to get the experience of football as an exchange student. So had you heard of the game? I had. I heard. I heard of the game. Never actually played it. I watched one Super Bowl before I came, so I didn't really know much about it. I kind of just wanted to get to know it, get the experience. And the coach just kind of tried me. Like, he put the ball on the tee and had me kick. And, I, I mean, like, through, I think through my soccer background, I knew how to stroke a ball. So that kind of helped me. And, yeah, I didn't just be – I wasn't just a kicker. I was playing receiver and, and DB just to get the experience as well. So it kind of was just the experience piece what kind of got me into it. Yeah. Um, let's go back to Dez. Uh, Dez, uh, as you guys now – you pick up a win at Mary. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got another home game coming up. Um, tell me about what some of the emphasis has been now over these last couple of weeks and what the message has been from Coach as you go into, um, you know, from week to week. Yeah, I think um, I think after our loss against Northern State, we all as a team kind of took a step back and we, we really focused in. We're like, hey, you know, we got five games left. You know, what do we want to what do we want this season to look like? What do we want to how do we want to leave our mark here? And I think um, we've been coming to practice with more energy and more appreciation for every day because it was like, hey, we have 20 days of practice, like 20 days of football left. And I think we've just been utilizing all those days to the fullest now. And and a lot of that sometimes, as I as I recall, and as I'm sure you know, is you get a lot of push on that type of thing from the seniors, don't you? It's like, hey. This might be the end for most of these guys. Mm-hmm. Right. I think it's bo- it's like both. It's like you have the seniors, and it's for them it's like they get that feeling more so than everybody else because this is their last ride with it altogether for the most part. And um, But then for everybody else too, it's, you know, with football versus other sports, it's training all year long just for, just for this, just for these practices and these games. So now that we're in the season, you know, we, gotta, we just got to keep bringing it every single day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Let's go back to Jonas. One last question, Jonas. Um, what um, what is your what are some of your goals now, both personal and team, uh, as you round out your senior year here? I mean, um, looking at the the years past, I had like five wins here total. So my goal is definitely to like I, I my goal was coming into the season like to win more games than I had in the the years prior. So. I really want to win out with the team. I think it would be great for the team and would be great for the um, program. Kind of like, kind of just want to have this like turnaround season because like I feel like people have not been respecting Concordia as they should have, and I think we're on on a come up. So, like I think this season could be great for like the seasons to come. So that's kind of like the team goal. And personally, um, just kind of want to finish out the season strong, be perfect, and and see how it goes. All right. Well, guys, uh, we appreciate you stopping in. Good luck the rest of the way, and uh, hopefully we'll talk to you again down the line. Yep, thank you. All right. They are Des Bassett and Jonas Schenderlein of the Concordia St. Paul Golden Bears. We'll be back with more from Coach Courier right after this timeout. High school scores update coming up next. Stay tuned. 
If you're ready to continue your story with an online degree, Concordia University St. Paul can help you get there. We have the flexible, affordable programs you need to take your next step. We're dedicated to creating successful professionals who can succeed in the workplace so you can be sure you'll graduate with the tools for ongoing career success. Your To Be Continued starts at Concordia. Learn more about our programs today at mycspstory.com. That's mycspstory.com. Gold Bear fans, did you know that this coaches show, along with our CSP Bears podcast, is available to subscribe in iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio? The CSP Bears podcast is a new way to get people behind the scenes in Concordia Athletics and is generally available on Thursday afternoons. And the coaches show will be available on the pod late Friday evening or early Saturday morning. Just search CSP Bears for our weekly podcast and coaches show. If you're ready to continue your story with an online degree, Concordia University St. Paul can help you get there. We have the flexible, affordable programs you need to take your next step. We're dedicated to creating successful professionals who can succeed in the workplace so you can be sure you'll graduate with the tools for ongoing career success. Your To Be Continued starts at Concordia. Learn more about our programs today at mycspstory.com. That's mycspstory.com. Now back to the Coaches Show with Wally Langfellow and Golden Bears head football coach Shannon Currier. And you are listening to the Coaches Show with Concordia St. Paul Golden Bears head coach Shannon Currier. All right, Coach, this week uh, you've got Crookston in town, another noon kickoff at Seafoam Stadium. Uh, What do you know about uh, Minnesota Crookston? Well, Crookston's a team that hasn't won a lot of games recently. Uh, They did win um, this, this year against Minot State. That was the first win in some time, so that's... That's the kind of reputation they have. However, like we, we continue to tell our players, you have to show up to play every week because they're coming to town thinking this is another win on their schedule. And they have some players that are capable of being great. In fact, as these scouts have come through to look at our kicker, many of them have talked about one of their receivers up there, uh, Rod Stewart, number one. And they have a quarterback that's athletic, a real physical running back, and they're a much improved team than they have been in the past. You know, So, we again, we have to show up every week. Um, and, and just bring our best, and you know, and, and that's another message we try to get across is we're not necessarily just pursuing a win. We're trying to pursue greatness. We're trying to pursue our best performance each week, so that way, regardless of who you're stacking up against every Saturday, you know, the goal is to try to have your personal best in your performance. Um, so that's what we're really looking forward to. But you know, they're a dangerous team because they have some good athletes on offense, and and they're capable of scoring points. And what's been troublesome for them is they've been behind in some games, and then. You know, their offensive strategy has to change because they have to catch up. So we need to score some points early on and, uh, and get them feeling uncomfortable like other teams have done. Well, and that's where guys like Garrett and Des Bassett can come in and, and, and change things for you, I'm sure, with, with the pass rush and with your uh, defensive secondary. Absolutely. We, we do have a lot of good defense players playing well right now, and, and you're right, we're, we're ready for the challenge and, we're excited about uh, the defense we are playing. We we simply need to match, you know, the production offense to what our defense has been doing recently, and we'll we'll be kicking on all cylinders. And how important was that discussion about defense uh, coming after that loss to Northern? Because you gave up way too many points against Northern. I know you had some turnovers that led to those points, but defense had to be part of that the big part of the discussion going into the Mary game. Absolutely, and, and I'd like to tell you it's you know great coaching by our coaches, but honestly, it was a bunch of leaders stepping up, guys that are holding each other accountable. The leaders set the stage for the defense last week in practice, and that's where it all starts. You know, it's practice 
you know, perfection leads to better performance on Saturday. So it, it really was just a mindset that the defensive leaders changed. They had a great week of practice. They were dialed in, focused, um, and we played a lot better defense for sure. I saw a photo, and a former Concordia player, Zach Moore, was in that group of five players, and you talked about a little bit a few moments ago about they're going to find you if you're if you're a great player at any level they're going to find you well five of them who played in the upper midwest whether it was the miac or the nsic together photo op at uh, u.s bank stadium last sunday the cardinals and the vikings that's pretty impressive to have five guys from the upper midwest player from sioux falls of course adam thielen zach moore from uh from concordia uh that's pretty impressive though and i think it kind of illustrates your point that it doesn't matter where you play if you're if you're good they're going to find you for sure they do and a lot of times when kids graduate from high school they're not maybe physically mature enough or they haven't grown or maybe even weren't able to get the opportunities to showcase their talent sometimes uh, played a position that wasn't their best or whoever it might be so those are the kids that maybe go to college and develop in you know, adam thielen's case his work ethic is phenomenal you know i just i've learned about him over the last year uh, but the reason he's so great is because his work ethic is so great. And, you know, we have a lot of messages we send to players. I've mentioned a few on the show. You know, but one of the things we tell players, if you want the front row seats in life, you can't have the nosebleed type effort. you you got to match your your actions, got to match what you want. Uh, you know, what are you willing to sacrifice to get that? And, you know, the guys like C.J. Ham from Augustana, um, you know, Adam Thielen, the young man from Sioux Falls, you know, their work ethics, from what I've learned, are phenomenal. And that's how they get to where they are. You know, they were blessed with some talent, of course, but at that level, everybody's talented. What separates you? And after a long discussion with Adam Thielen last year at the NSIC Pro Day we had here on campus, you know, he, he was uh, just really personable and just talked about his journey a little bit. And, you know, he first made, out, he made it out with special teams and continued to work on his routes and his speed. His speed has been enhanced tremendously since he left Mankato, but um, it is great to see. Zach Moore is our only player drafted out of Concordia, uh, big six, seven, eight kid. That's fast and physical. Um, and I think we all, you know, it's just human nature to root for kids that are, you know, maybe not getting the opportunities sometimes, or you root for the underdog. And players coming from Division two or three certainly are underdogs in the big scheme of things. Yeah, they certainly are. Um, as you look at the rest of the schedule now, and I know that, you got to take everything week by week. Um, could this be a six-win team this year? Well, I believe so. You know, we that was our goal at the beginning of the year is to get over the 500 mark. However, you know, we're we're just trying to get better each week so we can give ourselves the best chance of that. And you know, even though you know, I know coaches don't maybe admit those sort of things, but you know, you certainly want to improve your total victories. You know, it's uh, the, the moral victories of just playing well isn't good enough anymore. You know, we, we've already shown we can be competitive, uh, but we just need to translate the, the progress we're making and the wins on the field. But I, I certainly believe so, but we first have to get number four. You know, we three wins now. Uh, that's the most in the last four years here, um, maybe five years. I can't recall when the last time they had that many wins. But, you know, we're growing. We're making improvements. But when you can – when you can see the progress translate to wins, it's even more powerful. It's just an evidence to show your own team to, to keep building the culture that's going to allow us to, to build something that we can win every year. All right, Coach. Uh, well, it's been a pleasure again. It was fun uh, talking to your players, and uh, we'll look forward to Saturday's kickoff at noon right here at Seafoam Stadium. Looking forward to it. Thanks for coming again, and 
anxious about next week as well. All right. He is Shannon Courier, head coach of the Golden Bears of Concordia St. Paul. I'm Wally Langfellow. Thanks for listening to The Coaches Show, and we'll see you next week right here on Minnesota Score Radio. You've been listening to The Coaches Show with Concordia University St. Paul head football coach Shannon Courier. Be sure to tune in each week throughout the season as we review and preview Golden Bears football right here on Minnesota Score Radio. We'll see you next time.